This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it because we are welcoming back the one the only carrie duber hey how are you and listen you're right where i left you last time back in your closet carrie i I literally when i was i was like i wonder if she's gonna be back in the closet again i love okay i love my closet because i can lock out my family like there's bolts on these doors Plus this time I, I rotated the view actually. So it's like the other end of my closet just for, you know, a little bit of variety. Just to give the people some shoe envy, right? Yeah. You know, who doesn't love some good shoes? It's a good background. Well, listen, I have to start by saying congratulations. Lemon Plastic Surgery has opened their first out-of-state office in Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. We have a Lemon Avenue Atlanta now. So it's super exciting. Lemon Avenue is in the house. I mean, that must I mean that's no easy feat, right? No, it's it's huge. I I can't believe how much. I mean, you know, it's all paid off. It's funny how you look back at your life and you're like, you take all these different steps and work toward, toward all these different goals, and then you don't have any clue where it's going to go. And this has just been amazing to go through this process and start it as you know, I'm, I've been a nurse for 25 years and just been grinding it out, you know. Wow. And you're offering all the same services you offer in Dallas, injectables, filler, threads, all these, these are all music to my ears, Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. So in Atlanta, Lemon Avenue, Atlanta, we have injectables, threads, um, you know, filler. We're still, you know, in the process, Mark operates only in Dallas. So we, he has Georgia license. So we go there and I actually have injected in Atlanta because I have a compact state license. So I inject there too. So it's great. I saw, I saw you were in Atlanta. I saw you at the opening. You're going to be making appearances every few weeks, guest appearances in the Atlanta Lemon Avenue Plastic yeah. Surgery. Yes. Yeah. And then I get to, you know, it's fun because it's interesting to see, you know, different patients in different walks of life in different parts of the world. You know what I mean? Because everybody's different and it's really great learning for me. Have you found, you know, like people always say, like, I'm in New York, like New York and LA, what they want is so different. Have you found differences between Dallas and Atlanta, what people want in their injectables and procedures? I feel like Dallas and Atlanta are pretty, they're pretty comparable. Like, you know, the markets are pretty 
comparable. Um, I do think that I draw a certain kind of patient, which is nice because I draw somebody who's similar to me and like wants to look natural and, you know, look age appropriate and, you know, just look beautiful in their forties. And so I've found that kind of anywhere I go, that's what follows me. And I've just been so blessed with that. Well, I have many more questions related yeah. to Lemon Avenue plastic surgery okay. because I am an injectables. I've never met an injectable. I don't like. Well, oh, done yeah. any? You haven't done any? No, I've done like everything: Botox, Dysport. Oh, I mean, okay. I have, I have it all, honey. I've like, but it's like I think you know, like I get filler in my cheeks. So we're going to yeah. talk about, I've got some questions, but before we get there, you know, because people, you know, don't realize you have 20 years as a nurse. This is your day job. You never left your day job when you were on housewives. I mean, Lemon Avenue plastic surgery has always been there. I mean, when you look back on your housewife's career, you know, it was a slice of your life. Like what does that seem like yesterday? I mean, it was only four years ago. Does that seem like another lifetime? Like it does. It does. It seems like a complete another lifetime. Here's my child behind me. Sorry. Asking where her shoes are. Honey, they're in your closet. Yeah, they are. They are. You can help her if you want. Cheer thing. We have, had, sorry. we have had many a child, many a dog, many a cat uh, in this podcast. Yeah, I know. Sorry, sorry. So yeah, um, I've been a mom for, you know, she's turning 10 next week. So there you have it. But yeah, I mean, I've been uh, all through Housewives, I worked. Um, it was hard, I will say, because we filmed, you know, like 30, 40 hours a week. And then I was working on top of that and being a mom. So, you know, it it was definitely, a, it was tough. It was even more of a grind. Um, but I feel like now I've just thrown all of that time into Lemon Avenue, which has been great. Cause I mean, it obviously the housewives platform is fantastic. It's an amazing platform. And especially if you have a real business. So it's just been great for me. How would you, if you had to just top line, sum up your housewife's experience, like what words come to mind of those several years in your life? Um, <laughs> you know what? I would say lucky. I actually would. Now, five years ago, I wouldn't have. But like now having perspective, I feel like I was lucky to have been on it, lucky to have gotten off with, I mean, everybody saw who I really am. And I don't think, you know, I never like gave into, you know, being something I'm not or gave into any production stuff or anything like that and was really true to myself. And so it's like enough time has gone by that you cross that line where you're like, wow, this was a slice of life and this, yeah. I still have my real life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it, and I, I'm happy to have had it because it's helped me build my brand and it really has been a great thing for my life. Now it was really hard going through it, you know, do you regret anything about it? I mean, it would be natural if you did. I mean, you know, there's always certain things that, you know, you say or do that, you know, I don't ever like to be, I always want to be the best version of myself and I never want to be mean to people. And I always give people the benefit of the doubt. And I think that, you know, at some point you just get kind of lost in it. And there's definitely, I mean, I was sad that I, I said some things about Leanne's husband. I probably shouldn't have. And, you know, oops, just being mean and just being a bee which I'm normally not that way, but you know, when you get so pissed off, you just can't, you're like, fuck it. Everybody else is being horrible. You know, you get in that mentality and like that. I don't, I, that's the only part I didn't, didn't like. Well, listen, if you said a few mean things about Leanne's husband, she did say a few things about your husband. So, well, and that was obviously, I was like retaliating. I'm like, okay, if you're going to make up stuff, I can make up stuff too. But yes. you know, Yes. And yes. Well, listen, you know, there's been so much that's happened since you were here last, like our HOD is off the air now. I there's, know. Right. I mean, look, there's Crazy. been so much that's been said about why it ended the end of an era. Like, listen, you could say whatever you want, but the bottom line is the show goes off the air because the ratings are not great. Like, yeah. why do you think it is just you've lived in Dallas for so long. Like, what do you think it is about RHOD that just didn't catch on like the other franchises? Mm, 
I think casting was a problem. I think um, just Dallas, you know, it's, it's hard. I don't know. I, first of all, I think that it wasn't given enough publicity on the front end. Like we shot this beautiful commercial season one. It was gorgeous. And you never really saw it. And it just didn't really get a whole lot. Like people didn't even know. People still are like, oh, there was a Real Housewives of Dallas. I mean, like it, 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 it was like it didn't exist. And I never really understood that because obviously they're putting money into it and want it to be successful. So I, I there just wasn't enough push. I don't think network wise. And I, I'm not sure why. And I think casting was a bit of a problem. You know, I season one, I'm trying to think if anybody lived in actual city of Dallas, Leanne and I did. I mean, you know, Dallas is a metroplex, right? So it's, and like most of the shows, I'm sure like there's suburbs and that kind of thing, but I think it's hard. Like I didn't really know anybody. So season one, I knew who Leanne was, but that was it. I didn't know the other girls at all. And then season two, I think I brought Cam on and Cam and I have been friends for a long time and, you know, actually known each other outside of the show and we're friends, but I just think it's hard. Like, I think, you know, when you just put people together, I don't know, they have a great formula and it's worked for them on other shows. I just think Dallas, there was something off about the formula from the get-go. And I think that, you know, I was a big stabilizing factor. And I don't think that's the reason that the show by any means was canceled because I wasn't on it. You know, I don't have a head like that. I don't, I'm not a dick. I'm not an egocentric person, but I do think that there needs to be like a, a happy medium and somebody who's doesn't have to be me, but it needs to be somebody who's like pretty level-headed and, you know, can, can see both sides and mediate that and be like, Hey, you know, you're being stupid or just like tell people. And, and I don't feel like they had that. I, I don't really know. I didn't even watch season four and five. Do so. you think, cause I mean, you don't have a big head. Do you think, you know, that a lot of the demise of Dallas was them parting ways with Leanne. I mean, you know, cause that's been a narrative out there and I'm not necessarily so sure that that's incorrect. I'm just curious as to what's well, I, mean, I think Leanne great TV. You know, I do. I think, you know, she fucked up some stuff and she would definitely say that, but um, I think she was great TV. I mean, I, I think, you know, probably on some level, some of the cast was glad to not be dealing with her, you know, as much, but I think she was really great for the show, but a lot, you know, then she said some mean stuff. So, but that's unfortunately what makes good TV, I guess, these days, I would prefer a show that, you know, was just like fun and funny. And, you know, like, this is all like, have a drink and have a good time. And it just be you know, authentic and, but. Like there's a lot of the Netflix reality shows that fit into that category. They have mild drama, but they don't have cut to yeah. the bone drama. Well, I mean, I think you can have drama, but you don't need to like, yeah. I mean, you don't need to try and ruin people's lives. There's a difference. And you are, you are cordial. You're friendly with Leanne now and the real. Oh world. yeah. I'm pretty much friendly. I'm friendly with almost everyone. Really, I think everyone except Deandra. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there any worlds in which you can see you and Deandra ever being friendly? Um, I, I mean, I'll never be rude. It, even if I saw her in a room, I would always be friendly. Cause that's, I think that's just low level. Um, but would I have her like in my inner circle? No. I but mean, it's just, why would I, I mean, there's just no point. She's just, I feel bad for her really. You do. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm, I don't know. I just think that she just doesn't, you know, have a, a like a self-esteem, you know? I think she just has issues with that. And like, that sucks. I bet that feels bad. That people that have self-esteem issues, that does suck. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm a nurse. So like, I can see that from like that perspective. And I think, you know, that that's hard, but I just can't like be the, you know, I just, it is what it is. 
Do you think she, listen, you are busy opening Lemon Avenue Plastic Surgery in Atlanta and traveling the world, like we were just talking about for me, and being a mom, like you clearly are one of those people, you know, that has moved on from Housewives. Yeah, I haven't even thought about it in, I mean, forever. Like, you know, which I'm, I'm, again, like I'm super grateful, but I don't, you know, I don't think about it much. (laughs) And I I really, I wish all the girls the best and all that, but you know, but I, a lot of them are still close friends of mine, <laughs> you right. know, majority of them, which is nice, you know, cause it's a sisterhood. Are you friendly? I mean, you guys never overlap, but are you friendly with Tiffany Moon or you don't know her? I don't really know her. I've talked to her like on the phone once and seen her, I think once, but well, we don't run in the same circles. In the same circles. Mm-mm. I love all the DMs you guys send me about how you love listening to this podcast with a bottle of wine. Well, listen, fellow wine lovers, I need to tell you guys about First Leaf. If you're like me, you go to the wine store and you're like, it's such a hard decision to pick out wine. I don't really know anything about wine. And then you have to ask for help. And I don't know, I used to always get embarrassed, right? Because like, I'm trying to act all cool. Like I know everything about the world when I really don't. First Leaf changes all that because you go to their website and you take their quiz they'd ask you like what type of wines you like do you like whites or reds what type of flavors do you like and at the end they recommend bottles for you then they deliver those bottles right to your front door you don't have to go anywhere and then as you drink the bottles you give them feedback so you'll tell them if you like a bottle or if you didn't like a bottle and then they will hone in even further on what you really love i have to tell you like all the wines they've shipped me there's not a single bottle that i haven't loved so you can sign up today and you'll get your first six bottles from First Leaf for only $39.95 plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash velvet rope. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash velvet rope to get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com slash velvet rope. Now who listening is telling me that they don't want six bottles of wine delivered to their front door for $39.95? Well, over the summer, you know, because I do do a deep dive into people's IGs, you were filming, I think it popped up on my feed, a sizzle reel with Cam. You were in a shop. There was oh, yeah. There was dogs. I mean, it was yes. something you said, stay tuned. What was yes. this all about, Carrie? So it was a German TV show, actually. And it, I think it aired. Oh. I think. I saw part of it. Sorry. And then I just did another one in Germany. Actually, Mark and I did. I think because Mark is, you know, we did one in Switzerland too a long time ago. Mark and I did. And um, it actually is really popular over there. Like crazy. Like people are like, oh my gosh, you were on reportage. I'm like, yeah. Like they don't know me from Housewives. <laughs> um, it's from a, like a documentary that's over there about um, reality TV personalities that like, because Mark is Swiss and from Switzerland. Um, but the one, the German one, Cam asked me about it. She was like, Hey, they want to do something about Dallas. I think that Europeans really love Dallas, you know, because they're used to that, the show Dallas and all of that. And so I think that that was, you know, what they were wanting. So it was really cute. And Cam and I had a blast. Interesting. Um, and when you're in Europe or Switzerland or wherever, they people recognize you from these other shows rather than Housewives. Yeah, yeah, it's funny they do. Yeah. I just thought you and Cam were maybe shooting a sizzle reel for maybe RHOD to come back or a spinoff. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think that I would. <laughs> I would go back. You don't like if RHOD yeah. came back, you don't think you would? I can't. I I see patients four days a week, and you know, see fifteen to twenty people a day. So like, how am I going to, you know, it's just not feasible for me. And like, I would be doing a disservice to my patients and, you know, in some capacity, would I love to do TV again? Mark's always like, you always want to be back on TV. I'm like, yeah, sure. It's fun. It's fun to entertain people. I love being entertaining. I love, I enjoy sharing my life with people. I really do. But, you know, I don't think um, that's probably in the cards for me. Do you think like RHOD will ever be back? I don't know. I, I, if it came back ever, I think it would be on Peacock and I think it would be in like five years. And I think they would completely recast. I think it'd kind of be like Miami. I don't, I don't think, you know, that they're, the network is at all interested in it. You I think don't. they, no, I think they had such a hard time with everything and 
I don't know. I just think from what I've heard, and again, I didn't even watch the season I was a friend of, and I didn't even watch the fifth season because I like PTSD. Um, I don't, I don't think so. I don't feel like they really love the vibe of the show. And you think impression that I get. Because Miami has a lot of the same people. Like you don't think you think if Dallas came back, they yeah, would maybe they like would us. bring back like an OG or two, you know, just to make it cohesive. If they did that, but I don't know. I mean, they obviously had a casting issue. I don't know what that was because I don't know their formula, but there was something that just didn't didn't work, you know. And I'm sure that happens, but it just didn't work out. And, you and just- it had to. I think it was like casting and then there, I mean, some inconsistencies in production, like, you, you know, and I think all the shows have that where you get different producers every year. We never had like a consistent EP and, you know, it was just changed every year. And, and I mean, they may do that for a reason. I don't know that maybe all the shows do that. I don't know. Just so that they, you know, rotate through and, but I don't know. To me, I run a company and I prefer consistency. That's in a company and when you, when you have good employees, you know, you usually don't want to start switching them. I don't have turnover. Yeah. Like we don't have a lot of turnover. So, you know, obviously I run a very different business than, um, a network. So I have no, no way of knowing what it's like or to run a, you know, company like that, but mine's very different. Do you find, cause like, like I said, like you have opens now, you know, Lemon Avenue plastic surgery in Atlanta, you've moved on, you're busy. Like, do you think some of your ex colleagues have not moved down? And, you know, Miami, there is this narrative that these women spent 10 years. They want certain people wanted it back on the air and that's all they talked about and did. I mean, do you think we have some people that are in that category from Dallas? I mean, none of my friends are like that. Like, I think they've pretty much moved on with their lives. Um, but I don't know about all of them, but my friends definitely have moved on. Is that a knock to say Deandra maybe hasn't? I don't know. I heard she was at BravoCon. She was at BravoCon in some capacity, according to her Instagram. That's all. Yeah. You would not be going to BravoCon, Carrie. I have to ask these questions. I mean, your face says it all. I mean, if I was asked by the network and paid, sure. Yes. I'd be paying appearances. People that are paid, asked. Paid speaking engagements. And like, I think I traveled like every weekend last month, you know, but for speaking engagements. Yeah, like the people that were asked were definitely paid. Yeah. What about, have you heard this rumor before we move on from talking about Real Housewives of Dallas? There is this rumor that I've heard, you know, that keeps resurfacing that, you know, Claudia and Jordan from Real Housewives of Atlanta is in Dallas and, you know, maybe they would try to go forward with like a racially diverse cast like that would involve Claudia Jordan. Have you heard this? Do you know Claudia Jordan? I haven't heard that. I don't know her. So I haven't heard that at all. Yeah, I have no idea. Well, speaking of BravoCon, you know, they announced the real, the new cast of the Real Housewives of New York at BravoCon, one of which was Lizzie Savetsky. You know, my understanding is this is that Lizzie Savetsky lived in Dallas. It's you. Is this true? Mm -hmm. Do you know Lizzie? Yeah, I met her years ago. She wanted to be on Dallas. And so I introduced her to Cameron and to kind of helped her with that. Yes. And my understanding also was that they were filming season six of the Real Housewives of Dallas or, you know, trying to get something going. And she mm-hmm. was one of the people like it was Lizzie and Deandra. I, I don't know. I know that they I know that they spoke to her. I mean, I, that's but I don't know. You know, who knows? That's all hearsay unless you're actually network or production because, you know, but I mean, I know that she definitely wanted to be on Dallas and like we had talked about it. She's a sweet girl. She, um, her husband's a plastic surgeon also. Um, and yeah, they just moved to New York. I know. And I saw that I texted her the other day. I don't think it was about real housewives, but I just had seen that she moved to New York. 
I just thought, because some people say, you know, Andy Cohen made a joke when Taylor Armstrong went back to the OC that now Jill Zarin was looking for a house in every state that there was housewives. I mean, my mind just goes to Liz. I mean, that is what Andy said as you left, but my mind goes to Lizzie. Did <laughs> she funny. go? Did she go I from like that. Texas and try to get on season six of Dallas, which never happened? And now she's in New York. And I mean, I don't know. It looks, I mean, that Andy's usually right. It's just the optics on it, like nothing against her, but you don't know her at all. Well, I mean, I know Lizzie. Yeah. I mean, I know she wanted to be on Dallas, but I don't know her path of how that worked out. I you just think know she moved to New York, obviously, and then got on that cast. So do you think she'll make a good Real Housewife of New York? I mean, you were a housewife. You know what it takes. Gosh, I don't know. I mean, I think she's a cute girl. I think she's very vocal. I think she speaks her opinion, which I think is really good. Um, I, I hope she does really well. I mean, I wish her the best. I don't know their cast. Or like, you know, I think it makes a difference who is on your cast also, you know, and who you're with. So I don't, I have no idea who she's with and who she has to play off of. But, you know, I think it's something that she really wanted to do. So that's exciting for her. Yeah. I mean, I know Jenna Lyons is on it, who is, was the president of J. Crew. I don't know if you know her. Oh, that's good. Yes. You, I think you were away on one of your travels. You did you miss New York City Fashion Week? I know you're a fashion girl. You weren't yeah. here. Did you, did you have? I didn't get FOMO? to go this year. I didn't get to go to Paris or New York this year because I was working. I just could not get away. And well, and also we had been in Switzerland and then we were in Tahiti, and so we went back to back because it's Mark is Mark's 55th birthday and our 13 year wedding anniversary is this week, and Zuri's birthday is. Oh wait. Our anniversary is next week. Her birthday is next week. Like, it's just like all the things. So we celebrated before. So we couldn't go to all the other, to the fashion stuff this year. Do your kids have an appreciation for travel? Like I've been to 56 countries, but I didn't start traveling till way later in life. Like they they appreciate it. Like Zuri doesn't, she would, she doesn't even want a party for her birthday. Like we're doing, she's having two friends spend the night. And we're going to Nobu because she likes Nobu. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, really? What are you, 47? Like, I mean, you're turning 10. But she she would rather have an experience than a gift. She would rather travel. She, she Even this morning in carpool, I talked to her about it. And she was like, no, I really rather, you know, go, uh, you know, go somewhere. And she really, she was like, mommy, it's Day of the Dead and you know, de la muerta or whatever. And she was like, we were supposed to, I really wanted to go to Cabo and celebrate. I'm like, I know, sweetie. I was like, we, I had to work. <laughs> Listen, Cabo and Nobu, like, I mean. I know. You might have to start opening Lennon Avenue plastic surgeries in many states like you and know, Mark. Right? It's funny because she's actually really fairly low maintenance when it comes to most things, except, except for food. But I will tell you, like she goes to Nobu and she just orders like white rice. It's funny. But she just likes the vibe. Listen, there's nothing wrong with Nobu. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with a Nobu. No, well, and she's a sweetie. I mean, I saw when you were in Switzerland, you ran into Tamara Judge. Yes, Tamara and Eddie. They, I love them. This was right before it was announced that she was going back to OC, like or right after she was announced before. It was she right started. after, yeah. She was about to start filming and they had a wedding to go to and uh Italy and I she had DM me she was like we're in we're in Switzerland or whatever and I was like oh well come with us and we met for a drink and then we talked them into coming along with us because Mark knows Switzerland so well so we all hung out in St. Moritz it was we had the best time how did Tamara seem like it was right did she seem excited nervous I mean a little both but she was excited like I feel like she was in a really great headspace you you know do you watch any of the housewife shows now or are you just don't I'm sorry. I, 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 maybe I'll watch, um, OC to see Tamara. Um, they're filming right now though, I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, maybe when that one comes out, I'll watch it. Then I can like talk to you about it. Using Talkspace to me makes me feel like I have a mental health professional with me at all times. And I freaking love that. Talkspace offers both therapy and psychiatry and being able to reach out to my provider at any time, anywhere, 
makes taking care of my mental health super easy. You guys know I'm never in one place for very long and I'm so relaxed when I'm traveling and I'm away and knowing that I need to talk with my therapist, all I have to do is send a message from wherever I am. Look, therapy isn't easy, right? And dealing with mental health head on, it's a challenge at times, but connecting with my therapist isn't and shouldn't be. You can sign up online for Talkspace and you get a personalized match with, with a provider that's right for you, typically in no more than 48 hours. How great is that? And they have thousands thousands of licensed therapists with over 40 years experience in all specialties, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, and so on. Relationship issues. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash velvet to get $100 off your first month. That's Talkspace.com slash velvet. Can you believe Thanksgiving is next week? And you know what that means? Then the holidays. Here's the problem I have with holiday shopping. I went on to lululemon.com the other day to buy my gifts for everyone. And I seriously was on this website for, I think, about an hour and a half. And I checked out and I bought not one thing for anyone else. And it's not that there wasn't anything for anyone else. It's that I bought everything for my damn self. It is literally my favorite brand. What I love about Lululemon is I love clothes that are so comfortable, but so stylish. There's there's joy in motion. Listen, their clothes move so well. And everyone I think always thinks of Lululemon for like working out and athleisure wear, which absolutely, but there's so much more. I got jackets there, pants, dress shirts. I just bought the cutest navigation down jacket. It's so comfy and it fits so well. Now I'm going to have to go back to Lululemon because literally I now have nothing for anyone else for the holidays. So for your holiday shopping, go to lululemon.com. You'll find everything you need for all the special someones in your life. Jackets, pants, shirts, so many great accessories. And again, the clothes are so freaking comfortable. That's lululemon.com. Do you watch any, like, do you have any guilty pleasures or do you just work, work, work? I mean, uh, I, I'm a yeah. workaholic, so no judgment. But like, are, okay. I am a work, but like, you do you have like, me. no, I, I listen, who doesn't you, I mean, you love what you do, right? Like if you love yeah, what I you love do, it. you work. I love what I do. Um, I will say, um, yeah, I mean, I, at night, like I'll come home, but you know, we have family dinner tonight. I mean, most nights together and then I'll put Zuri to bed and usually I'll, you know, turn on Netflix or Hulu or something, but usually I watch scripted TV or movies now. Do you have like a favorite scripted show that you're like obsessed with these days? Well, or- I loved White Lotus. The new one just came out, but I've only watched one episode. I don't feel like I'm in love with it as much. Um, I mean, I kind of just flipped through things. The Watcher I just watched, which was pretty good. Which was great. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I watched Dahmer. It was rough. I thought it was great, though. It was. I mean, it was it was great, but. I hardly watch anything unless I need to watch it for this job of mine. This is what my life has become. If it's like someone's not coming on, I I don't have the time. Right. You don't. Yeah. You don't have the time to watch everything. But Dahmer, I was like, I have to watch this. And like, I just couldn't, I was like, I couldn't look away. No, I couldn't either. I couldn't stop watching it. It's horrifying. What is going on? You know, I saw you recently had Tanya Sam from Real Housewives of Atlanta into Lemon Avenue plastic surgery. Yes, I love her. She is awesome. We met at the Kentucky Derby years ago. And so she was just so, I will tell you, I was really blown away at the support of like the Bravo community in Atlanta. Um, Like Tanya came out and I injected her and then Toya Harris from Married to Medicine came out and, you know, they were just so, I, it was just great. They're so supportive, which, I mean, that just is a testament to, you know, Bravo and and every all the girls on the shows you know it's like a community yeah I mean everybody I mean I think everybody should support everybody and they really have which is fantastic well you know you say you're too busy working to go back to the Real Housewives of Dallas if it ever came back on the air but you know Taylor Armstrong has broken the mold now that she traded in her diving fur and orange so you are splitting (laughs) your time now part-time between Atlanta yeah. So you, you're already, you know, do you know any of the other Atlanta housewives? Like, do you know any of them? I mean, I've met 
I've met some of them that don't know them well at all. So yeah, well, I mean, Boya, but you know, and Tanya. Would you ever consider if someone called and said, would you consider a peach in Atlanta? Would you ever consider this? I think it would be tough because, um, you know, I have a kid and she goes to school in Dallas. So <laughs> I think the commute would probably kill me. <laughs> well, you're a world traveler. You could do yeah, you know, like four like days maybe, here. You know, like a little guest appearance here and there, something like that. I wouldn't mind at all. But, um, you know, I'd, I'd be tough on my, my family. And my practice here, what <laughs> my about, patients would be like, they'd be like uh, really upset. <laughs> they'd have to fly to Atlanta. Well, there's probably like a threshold too, like you say, because like you have these patients, like I would imagine after they get over the initial excitement, oh, it's Carrie from, I mean, I would imagine like if you act a complete fool at some point, your patients might be like, wait, are you more of a reality star or like a real certified nurse that's injecting well, me with needles every that's day? That's the thing. And that was, that was always Mark and I's issue with housewives and just reality TV in general is that, you know, we're held to a higher standard. You know, we have medical licenses and we have educations and we're very, you know, it took a lot to get to where we are. And so it is, it's a lot to lose. And I think that it's a different deal, you know, and that was always something that really stressed Mark out um, because it's just. I mean, we are medical professionals and like to the core and we both are very, very anal retentive about that. And like about obviously about our practice and being like the best in the community and the most highly educated. And I mean, him and I are both that way. So it's a lot. And it's so much schooling. And like, I think what people don't realize, like when they come onto a show like Real Housewives is like here you are. And when it's over, it's over. Like they will ask you to leave and the door will be shut. Whereas yeah. a business that you are actually and running. Life is, yeah. Your life with that is done and that's over. Like the minute Bravo fires you, like the minute they fired me, that was done, you know? And so it's like, okay, fine. You know, I have a career and you know, it was great working with you and I appreciate it and appreciate the opportunity. Like you have to look at it as a business totally, and a career move. I mean, for me, that's what it was. What about married to medicine? You mentioned Toya. I mean, it's you're in the, you know, would you well, like you to join? Know. You never know. Well, that's a lot different answer than you gave me about Real Housewives of Atlanta. I mean, I would maybe hang with Toya or something, but I don't know any of the other girls. And I'm again, I don't live there. So that would be, that would be, that'd be a, you know, be a stretch. What is, cause I started with saying, you know, I've had, I am never met an injectable or a needle that I don't like, like yeah. what are, are there any trends? I mean, thank you for thinking I've yeah. had nothing done. That's very nice of you. I tend to like a pretty natural look, I guess as well. Although I don't like any movement on my forehead at all whatsoever. Yeah. But, Which, you know, has become the new natural. <laughs> it has become the new natural. I'm kind of crazy. I mean, I have to usually say like, no, it's okay. If I don't move, I really want that. But yeah. like, what are the trends? Like, do you see any trends? I've tried threading once. Yeah. I mean, I do threads. I do. Um, there's a new product on the market called Daxify, which is a neurotoxin, neuro, sorry, neuromodulator that lasts six months. So that's exciting for patients. So we're just starting to use that pretty soon. Some of our providers are trainers. Um, and then because we, I'm lucky, I have like the most advanced trainer, I mean, advanced injectors. like it's fantastic because that's the biggest thing for me, you know, with all these med spas popping up everywhere, I think people need to understand that they need to go to somebody who's educated and knows what they're doing and not at like just a box place. That's like just hiring newbies out of school. Like that's a main thing. Um, that's like a huge, you know, thing for me. Cause I, I mean, I, how do you know, as a consumer, you know, who's educated, you don't know the difference. And so it's really important to go to people that have a lot of injectable experience. Um, but so Daxify is one of the new things I'll get off my high horse. Um, I, I do threads for the right person, you know, threads are the PDO threads that I use. They lift, um, they're actually a suture and you, you just put them in the tissue and you need to go to somebody who does it all the time, knows the tissue planes, Um, But if you're done appropriately and in the appropriate patient, you can actually lift, you know, the fat pads. 
and lift the skin a little bit. Um, there's actually, there's a new jawline filler that's coming to market pretty soon that I'm excited about. Um, I love doing facial balancing and profile balancing. So like, you know, like you said, you, you know, you do your talks. Um, and then I think filler needs to be done very naturally. Like people shouldn't look at you and be like, oh, like I was sitting there getting my nails today, done today. I'm not kidding. I was sitting next to this girl and I was like, I almost said to her, I almost was like, what the fuck? I almost was like, girl, do you, do you want your lips to look like that? Like they, she looked like a blow up doll. And like, I guess there's that aesthetic still, but, but in general, I think that things, and I'm really hoping things are trending toward a more natural look of just looking like yourself and emphasizing your positive features and detracting from the ones that aren't as positive and, you know, going in that direction versus like the blow up doll, you know, vibe. I personally don't understand. I don't do my lips at all. It's just, I'm not interested. Cause like I, yeah. my whole thing is I just want to look young, but well, I mean, I have lip filler, but it, you can't tell. I mean, you know, you want to look normal and natural and like, I, people always ask me, oh, what do you put in lips? What do you put in cheeks? Da, da, da. And like, literally it depends on the patient who's sitting in my chair because I do different things for every client, depending on their skin quality, their elasticity, their collagen, the way their muscles are there. I mean, there's so many things, so many anatomy and physiology things that I look at, even the skeleton, like the bone structure and like take all of that into consideration. And then I choose a product and then I choose, you know, what we're going to do. So it really, you know, people ask, oh, what do you put in lips? Well, I mean, like 20 different things, depending on you. Do you think that's the biggest mistake people make? Like sometimes less is more. For sure. Less is more. I mean, I'm a big advocate of that, but also I think it's, it's proper placement of product and using the proper product and having the proper training, you know, again, just going to somebody who's really got you know, time on task, it's like 10,000 hours makes you good at something is what they kind of say. And I mean, I would go to somebody with at least like five years of experience, you know, hardcore injecting. What about, you know, like this woman you saw today in the nail salon, what about like housewives or just famous people? Like, who do you think has had just good, you're looking at, you're like, that's good work or good injections and was looking good. I think Tamara looks great. I think Tamara Judge looks great. Obviously, Tamara Sam looks great because I did it. Um. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> um, no, and she's also a beautiful woman. She is. Uh, she's gorgeous. Oh my gosh. Just, and gorgeous inside and out. Um, you know, I think there's, there's a lot of people who I think are trending toward not looking ridiculous. I think unfortunately filler and, and companies I think are being a little bit better about getting products into the correct hands and making sure that the wrong injector isn't injecting, you know, product that they shouldn't be, or if they're, you know, not well-trained. So, because when it first came out, everybody was just kind of like, oh, I'll put a little bit here. And, you know, then they started doing more studies and, you know, as you see, you know, under eye filler, you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that there. Or, you know, I mean, you learn over the years. What about like, who do you look at either housewives or someone famous where you're like the opposite, where you're like, maybe not the best. Oh my God. Somebody sent me a picture of Madonna the other day. What happened? What happened to her? It's, it's what so. Happened? Was it a filter or is it really what she looks like? I, I don't know. Like, obviously I don't know Madonna. Never seen her in person, but holy crap. Like somebody said, and he was like, my friend was like, oh, you need to follow her. I was like, why? And I was like, what's going on? And he sent me a picture and I was like, oh my God. I don't know what's going on personally, but it's funny because my friend and I, we literally almost every day were like, Auntie M needs our help. That she's Madonna's our queen, of course. Yes. I, I don't no, know what's going amazing, on. She's amazing, but just it's, we, it's, I, and I couldn't tell if it was the filter or if it's her face. Cause like that's the other thing too. Like, and I try not to use the filters, but sometimes they're fun. You're like, oh, I look cute. Um, 
but then like people like slam me because they're like, hey, you know, you're, you're an injector, you know, so I try not to use them, but I couldn't tell if hers was a filter or actual real too much filler. So you think Madonna needs to lay off? Well, I mean, if that wasn't a filter, she needs to rein it in. I, I actually can't tell either. I look at it and I'm like, what's going on here? I'm not sure. Yeah. Two, two final questions. One, yeah. one regarding housewives, one not. Um, but, you know, girls trip with the third season yeah. is here. Is, have you, like, no one has been called from Dallas. Do you think they'll I know. I don't think they're going to. I mean, I would actually do that show. That I would do because it's like a week that I could get into. And like, I think I'd have fun on that. I think, and I think I'd be great personally. Like if I was going to do reality TV, I think that might be one of the only things that I would consider because it's like a lot less time. And I feel like it'd be fun to get to know other girls from other cities. Like I always have enjoyed that. I have a big network of different housewives from different cities that I really enjoy talking to because I think it's, I don't know. I think it's really cool. I think it's a, it's a fun sorority type thing. But I mean, I don't, I think kind of the writing's on the wall with that. I don't think they're interested in anybody from Dallas. You know, I just think Bravo is like over it with us big time. And I, I don't, I do not know why I just, but whatever. If, if they wanted me to do that, I'd do that. Uh, I would have you thought. Know, I'm on it. You know me, I don't sugarcoat shit, so. <laughs> You are honestly, no, I mean, I, I agree with you. I don't understand yeah. why I they seem. Do, I wouldn't do Real Housewives of Dallas again, but I would do a girl strip. You are just over Housewives full time. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I can't do that. I mean, I can't. I, my, my practice is too big and I, which is great. You know, it's, and I, uh, no, I, I couldn't, I couldn't go back into that full time. I mean, my kid's nine now, almost 10. I got to be there. So, but I mean, I think the girls trips would be fun and they look, they look fun. Tamara said hers was really fun. I have the same reaction you do. I don't know why there's nobody from Dallas, but it does seem like they're over Dallas. They're like icing it. Mm -hmm. Because I think if they were ever going to bring it back or like gave a shit about it, they would put somebody on one of those. Because don't they have like, again, I don't watch them, but don't they have someone from every, like every different brand, every different city goes on that? They've taken past housewives and everyone's been represented except Dallas and DC, but that was years and years Yeah, but ago. that was only like one season, right? Right. And I mean, Dallas was five. So it's a little weird to me. I mean, I think it's, you know, in all honesty, I think it, I mean, I think it sucks. I think they should take one of the girls on that. I mean, that might be a good way for them to I don't know I just I think there was some good talent on our show and I it's too bad if they called you you know normally the way it works is they do pair you with the person that will be the most drama with so if they called you and you say you want to do it which I do think you'd have a great week and it is only a week you know I assume they're going to choose Deandra to go with you that's just my opinion Would you, would you do it if Deandra, they, they choose someone from your own city that you're going to have trauma with. I don't think that they would. Yeah. Um, oh, they pick someone from your own city. It's usually like two from here, two from there to different cities, but whoever they choose with you is normally the person you will probably not want there the most. Oh, well, I mean, I guess I don't even really like to say that her name, I mean, cause she, goes around saying my name a lot. And I just like, don't even like to give that life. You know what I mean? Cause like, I don't put, I, cause I don't give negative things time, but um, yeah, I mean, I'd go with anyone. I have no, no qualms. I'm I can just... hold my own a hundred percent of the time. I mean, I run an enormous practice, like an enormous business now with my husband, obviously, but I mean, I'm, I'm the director. I mean, he does like the finance, but I mean, I'm basically, you know, I do, I run a huge business. Do you so, guys, like, I'm a pretty much a, a boss bitch and a badass. So like, I would take anything on. I, you know, I have no issue. 
would you be open to a reality show if it was about the business? Like, you know, Vanderpump yeah. Rules for Lemon Avenue. Yes. I would. I had kind of tried to put something like that together years ago, but it wasn't. I remember right that. Time. Yeah. It wasn't the right time. And I do think it is hard if you do something that's around the business that you actually make money with. I do think you have to be careful with that. Um, so, you know, maybe a Duber table would be a little bit easier, um, or something, you know, I think it'd be cool to do like a little talk show with, like at the Duber table with like different guests and like, I don't know, I think you can make something really fun with that, but you know, who I, knows? I don't make TV obviously. So, I mean, I make good TV, but I don't make the TV. <laughs> You're not a producer. Well, I know I, I was not- I cannot figure out what people, I mean, there's so much content and you're just, people are just so rapidly viewing content that I don't even know how they figure out what people like anymore. I mean, it's just, it's tough. It's to me, it seems very skewed and it's all over the place. And it's kind of like, um, you know, my business, it's just growing so much. Do you guys want to open? I still need to come visit you when I'm in Dallas or Atlanta. Will you come visit? I will either Dallas or Atlanta. You can, you can yeah, shoot you me off. I have people fly in from all over. So Do you guys want to open more of these after this gets, I mean, um, you just went through this. It's a big feed. It's a, it's a big deal. Um, really the reason I opened Atlanta is because Jen, one of my nurse practitioners in Dallas, her um, partner in cult aesthetics, which is their training program for advanced injectors. They do two a year and it's like the most advanced training program in the United States. Wow. Um, so um, her counterpart, um, Allie is in, Allie McAllister is in Atlanta. And so they're both just nationally recognized injectors and they're fantastic and they're an amazing team. And the other, and Jen Cobbs, she's fantastic. They're all like, trainers for all the major companies in the United States. So I really built Atlanta around the talent. So I don't know that I would open something else. I have Dallas, Atlanta, and then we have a little satellite office in Frisco, which is a a Northern suburb of Dallas. But what I don't want to do is I don't want, you know, injectables aren't a commodity. You know, I I don't want it to be McDonald's. Right. I, I'm not going to go down that road. And people, of course, VCs are dumping money into these companies and all that. I'm not doing it. I need to sleep at night. And for me, I feel like the reason I was put on this earth and like, you can call it cheesy, whatever is to help people. And I went to nursing school because I love helping people and I want to provide really good medical care. And so for me, I don't think that you can do that as well. If you're in a corporate situation where corporate America is running your medical practice and it's happening. I would agree with that. Yeah. It's just, it's happening more and more. It's making me crazy. And so I kind of want to really stay boutique and small and luxury versus um, selling out. So that's just where I am. And Mark's the same way. That makes sense. And do you inject yourself? I'm always curious of this. You know, I have before, but I don't now. No, because I have amazing, I have like seven, six injectors in Dallas and, you know, injectors in Atlanta. Like, no, now I have them do it. But back in the day, I mean, back, I feel like one of the seasons of Real Housewives, I did my own Botox, maybe. Did I? Or Mark's or Tiffany, somebody's. But, um, back in the day I did because nobody else knew how to do it. You know, like 10, 15 years ago, like 10 years ago. I mean, I injected my own lips once that hurt like hell. Yeah. I mean, I never do that again. I mean, that was, you know, back in the era where nobody knew how to do anything. And so I didn't have anyone to inject me. Like my plastic surgeons didn't know how to inject. So I wasn't going to be like, here, do this. Interesting. Yeah. And finally, as we wrap up, for everyone should get on a plane and come to Dallas or Atlanta, of yes. course. But for people that can't, like what? Because, you know, I agree with you. There are so many bad, yeah. I, you know, all these corporations which open an office and you walk in and it feels so, yeah. like and what should people look out for like yeah. in making a wrong decision? 
Well, I mean, it's tough because, you know, you can have a bunch of letters after your name, but you don't know if they're really great with their hands and provide really good medicine. So I think the things that I would look for is definitely somebody with a CAN certification. So it's C-A-N-S. So it's Certified Aesthetic Nurse Specialist. It's a fairly new certification, but you have to be actually in a physician's office. So like I'm affiliated with an actual plastic surgeon, a board certified plastic surgeon. And you can either be with a plastic surgeon, a germ practice, I think ophthalmology and, or an ENT. And so like, you actually have to be, have a plastic surgeon or like one of those legit doctors that you work with. Now, that being said, I just think that medical professionals, doctors are going to put better injectors in their office than say, like the place next to the grocery store, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think really use your brain with it. Like don't go somewhere where you can get your milk and your Botox, you know, next door to each other. I mean, it's just, you know, like, and look into it, you know, just make sure people have the training and licensure and are actually affiliated with someone who, if you have an adverse event, they know what to do because actually you can have, you know, you, you need to, this is medicine and it is not something that you can, you should just go into anyone and have done. I mean, you can have adverse events and you need to have people who know what they're doing and you, that you can get a hold of 24 hours a day, you know, like a regular doctor who like we have, we take call, we take our own calls. <laughs> you know, if you call our Atlanta office or Dallas office after hours, like you get a hold of Mark, <laughs> you know? So it's, it's not, you know, I've, cause I've had that happen to people who are like friends of a friend who went to, you know, random med spa and got an occlusion and I mean, they could, they couldn't get a hold of anybody after hours. They got a hold of us and, you know, we treated it for them, wow. but I mean, that's, that's a race against the clock. You know, a vascular occlusion is something that you need to have addressed immediately. And if you're going to one of those places, I mean, I, I try to put it in perspective for people, you know, if you're going to some place that, you know, they're not really a doctor and they're not really open and they just kind of have a medical director that you know, isn't really there. Um, it's just not as safe. Yeah. That's scary. Where can everyone find you? And do you want to, is there anything else I didn't cover and where can everyone find you? I mean, you know, congratulations on this opening. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm super excited about it and I'm really happy with where we are and with the, with the lemon Avenue and with the brand and just, and with just our providers. It's awesome. Like That's I cannot funny. be happier. Yeah. Um, you can find us, um, find me at Carrie Duber, C-A-R-Y-D-E-U-B-E-R, um, Lemon Avenue at Lemon Avenue. Uh, and it's L-E-M-M-O-N. So not like the fruit, it's the street <laughs> in Dallas. <Yes. laughs> so it's a little confusing. Um, but yeah, check us out. And um, I'm so happy to talk to you again. It's and you always- need to come and let me um poke your face I have not been in Dallas since we last spoke and now I mean I have a okay choice. I've been other but trust me the first time I'm in Dallas or Atlanta next it will happen I travel all the time I'm I will be there for real okay better you'll I'm make me look pretty you to it. yes well you're pretty already but Thank I will you. invest your features you know you know just a, just a little here and there right just a little not a lot I, I'm little. pretty good you know yeah you look good Thank you. You look great too. Tell Mark Thank I said you. hi. Tell I your will. tell your daughter I hope she found what she was looking for. Her cheer shoes. And she's still can like, I don't know, girl. There are your nanny, your dad, they're all out there. Why? It's why? You. Yeah. It's you. It's all like, right. Keep in touch. I appreciate you chatting. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Good to see ya. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. 
And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.